The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the force of forces with me. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Well, let's start somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 142, recorded May 5th, 2022. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one half of the team. The other half is... Michael Diaz. What's happy, up, Joe? Happy May the 4th yesterday. And see, I always say the 6th is May the 6th. Come back, you know. But 5th oh, yeah, works too, but 6th. Yeah, may, may the 5th be with you. No, six, sixth is better. Sith is better on the sixth. It's closer. It sounds you have a list, like a, like you have a list, but then what's wrong with that? Are you trying to say something? <laughs> Are you trying to say something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, man? Anything fun? I heard you went to see a, a really old band. Yeah, well, I'm really old, so it goes hand in hand that I went to go to see a really old band. Right. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I got to admit. So if I sound a little bit sluggish uh, tonight, I apologize. We uh, Michael we got home at nine o'clock last night, so it was a little late for him. Well, did you stop at Arnie's on the way there, or would would you? <laughs> you know, it's funny. You know, the only people are going to get that <laughs> reference are people from West Michigan. That's okay. We're we're a Grand Rapids. I mean, we we want to, you know. Yeah, but for those who don't know, Arnie's is a restaurant chain that kind of uh, it has an older demographic. Did you know that they're rebranding, though? What are they going to call it? Barney's? Uh, no, uh, Beer City Bakery. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Anyway, now now, now that we've lost every listener that's not from the greater Grand Rapids area, <laughs> right. let's continue. Um, I'm feeling it because we, we did it like we were in our 20s last night. We went and saw a concert in Detroit and then drove all the way home. Yeah, that's long. That's a long drive, man. Well... Originally, we were going to take the night or like spend the night in Royal Oak. Yeah. And take, you know, today off. But uh, stuff got shifted around work wise, and Shaylee had to be in the meeting this morning. So I would prefer to sleep and get up at like four in the morning and drive rather than like oh, try no. and drive at night. That's how I am. I'm a morning person. So, like, if I. If I was there at like new, if I got back to the concert and it was like midnight, I like all right, I can get four hours and get up and drive. It'd be, be better than me trying to drive from midnight no, to here. No. I am because I crash. I, I would crash if I drove from midnight to here. I don't. I no. I'm a night owl. I can stay up till four. Much easier than I can get up at four. Yeah, and the opposite. Yeah. I the only thing the morning's good for is sleeping through. No, it's good for breakfast. Well, it's yeah, some, it's some, breakfast is the best you need at any time. That's what's great. No, it's better when no one's around and it's, the sun's just coming up. And you don't have to deal with anybody. It's great. It's great. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. We went. Oh, yeah, I don't even think I said the band. OMD. Nope. We went and saw OMD and early 80s synth pop band. Mm-hmm. They great. still put out albums, but nobody cares. Nobody cares. I, I care. They're actually putting out good albums, but uh, they're, no one's listening to them. <laughs> <laughs> well that's cool i mean you know that's that's not too bad well how's detroit well you know to be honest we were in royal oak oh okay so, so you weren't in yeah. detroit no no I mean, we were in uh 
you were in what you were in what I now call the food court of Detroit. (laughs) You know, but I like Royal Oak. It's like if you took a single city block from Boys Town in Chicago and moved it just outside of Detroit, just one city block. I, I find Royal Oak to be a joke now. When I was there and lived there, it was all independent, cool restaurants by independent people. And now it's just corporate shit. It's like I said, it's the mall. It's the it's the food court of the there's of a lot of, but There's still a lot of local no. places there, too. Not many. Not we like to, uh, better off Ferndale. Yeah, I know. I know Ferndale is the coolness. It's literally two miles down the road. Mm-hmm. Changes like, everything. You just cross so 696. Which is a big cross. Road. It's not like, you know, it's like crossing eight mile. It's a big difference. <laughs> yes. All right. Ferndale is far more hipster. It, it is. Let's let's jump into the news because no one wants to hear this nonsense of our Nobody geography. cares about Detroit, East Michigan, blah, blah, blah. Right. But, well, next week is the Detroit Comic Con. So there's some news for you. No, no it's, it's not, it was this weekend, isn't it? No. Next weekend, okay. 13th. 13th, oh. 14th. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? What else well, is in the news? Well, <laughs> funny, we got a couple items that literally popped up, well, I think the day after we recorded. So I know, right? It's So it, this is probably old to you already if you've been paying attention. But number one is a Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, the prequel novel set about 60 years before The Hunger Games that focuses on an 18-year-old Snow, you know, President Snow from The Hunger Games. He is a kid. and um, He's training the uh, tribute from District 12 because, of course, it has to be District 12, right? But um, This is a big meh. Yeah, you know, I haven't read the book yet. Um, I didn't read any of them. <laughs> oh, oh, they're good. They probably they're are. Good. I mean, I saw the movies, but I don't, I didn't read any of them. I read the books first and I really like them. Um, I, I, I plan on reading this book at some point, but, you know, I had some other friends that are fans are like, eh, it's okay. And, you know, it's, it's hard. It, it's hard to root for a protagonist that you know in 60 years is going to be the biggest, baddest bad guy. Well, you either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. Exactly. Thank you, uh, Two-Face, Harvey Dent, Batman <laughs> reference. But, it's um, true. I, it's actually I, a very true sentence. It's kind of funny. I'm, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you, but yeah. So that book came out, what, like a year or two ago. It's now uh, coming out as a film. Uh, of course during, it is. During CinemaCon, they uh, shows a teaser, which is funny because the film's not even in production yet. Right. They have a director. It's Francis Lawrence, who directed three out of the four Hunger Games films. We need speak. an IP. We need an IP to jumpstart up again. Right. So there's no cast yet, just the director. Uh, no footage because they haven't started production. So, But it's got a release date and a director. So November 2023 and directed by Francis Lawrence. There we go. Great. We'll see. Yeah. Speaking of directors, though, do you want to take this one? No, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Well, seeing as we're talking about directors, John Watts, he of the last three Marvel slash Spider-Man slash Sony films, uh, who, you know, the last one just what? It's well over a billion dollars at this point. Right. It wasn't even that long ago that we saw it. I know. God, it was so good. But anyway... Uh, the buzz, you know, he had he had picked up the baton on rebooting the Fantastic Four for the MCU. He has dropped out, but apparently yeah. it's all amicable. 
Everyone's happy. Yeah, as I said, that just sounds like he's burned down. And I mean, doing a superhero movie is not that's such a huge ordeal. Like I could see him like do like go and do some small stuff and come back. Well, you figure he's really done nothing but the last three Spider-Man films. It's like fifteen years. No, I don't know how long that is, but at least good seven. Six to eight years, easily, right? Yeah. Well, I've been doing the same shit for ten years, so you know I don't feel that bad for him. Yeah, but there's probably a little bit more pressure when, you know, they're giving you a two to three hundred dollar two to three hundred million dollar budget. So he's playing. He's playing. He's playing with a camera and a guy in a mask. Come on. Uh, I think you make it sound a little too simple. But whatever. I understand. From a creative standpoint, I get it. It's like I would you know move on to something maybe totally different outside that realm. I totally get that. Look at Christopher Nolan. You know, he did the Batman films, yeah, but in between each Batman film, he did a movie he wanted to do just to right. keep his creative juices flowing. Yeah. And, you know, I think it helped. Until, Until the, the third, third one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was a weird agreement. Wow. Yeah. Almost a jinx. All right. All right. Well, I guess since it was May the 4th and I'm a Star Wars nerd, um, you know, some can argue not a lot happened. For Star Wars on May the 4th, that would be Michael. But that's not a, uh, it's a fan made holiday. It's not like Disney started that holiday. But at the end of the day, they had a preview. It's been out before Disney bought them. Um, The the Obi Wan trailer, official or second trailer, I guess you'd call it, was a teaser, then trailer dropped yesterday, which I said earlier in the podcast, I don't need to see anymore. But you watched it, didn't you? Of course, like five times. In fact, I sent it to you and you're like, ah, I'm in meetings, I'm working. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I couldn't watch it till later, till lunchtime. Um, uh, I mean, it looks great to me. We'll find out. I mean, it was a nice lead up to the Vader stuff at the end. Um, a lot of different characters. I liked the one dialogue between Uncle Owen and him. What a dig. Yeah, you know, savage, huh? He must be yes. trained. <laughs> like, like you trained his father. Like Ugh. that was good. I was uh, we want maybe throw a little force choke on him for a second. Like don't don't fuck with me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it looks good. I mean, it clearly it looks like uh, you, you saw. Uh, I don't know if you stop motioned any of it or stop motion, but at least if there were, you see Kamal Kamal Nanjiani in there, it's like a really small clip of him. He, he looks like he might be a Jedi. Um. Oh, was that him? Yeah, with his face down. Yeah. Okay, all right. I was trying to figure out. I saw a face of someone that was clearly a Jedi, and I assumed it was Jedi that was was being murdered or something. Well, I I think there's a, you know, I don't want to speculate too much on the show, and I I don't really want to give anything away. If I I don't I don't know anything, folks. I didn't I don't have any insider knowledge to the show, but uh, clearly he goes off world. Maybe it's to save more Jedi or something. I don't know, but uh, you know, he's, he's clearly off world. You've got, um, inquisitors chasing him and, um, you know, headed by Vader or at least ruled by Vader to tell the inquisitors, which we all know that, that this, there's nothing in this trailer that we didn't know. I don't think, except for maybe a bounty hunter that was an empire strikes back. I can't remember the bounty hunter's name. He's got the bug face. Um, a lot of cool stuff in there, but uh, I mean, it just makes me, you know, I don't want to wish time away, but I can't wait for May 27th. Is it Forlam or Zuckus? 
Forlam. That's the name. God, I didn't even look that up. I'm literally sitting here. Pull that right out of my ass. Yeah. I had that action figure for Forlam. I did too. Doesn't Forlam work for Zuckus? I don't remember. I just know he was part of the bounty hunters and empire on the, on the bridge, wherever the heck they were. Yep. Yep. Well, what do you think of the trailer? I liked it. I mean, it, it got me excited. Um, I mean, there's really not a lot of new. It's basically like we're seeing different perspectives from other scenes we've seen in yeah. the first teaser. Right. I mean, you saw him walking one way and then you see the, you know, in this one, you're seeing him walking the other the right. same thing, like through the same building or hangar or whatever, just from a different perspective. But it still got me going because I know it's, it's like almost here and it's just a little goose. You know, you got three more weeks. You can get there. Well, it's supposed to be released yesterday. Remember, we would have had episode one by now. I know, but they pushed it back. But now we're going to get two episodes. Now we know why they pushed it back, though, right? Why? Moon Knight finale was last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Because they didn't want to get in the way, Moon Knight. But it did get me more excited because it it looks fantastic. Um, And they gave, you know, again, like you, I don't want to see too much and ruin it. I don't, right. But like, you know, we saw again that battle between, was it Forlam and uh, Obi-Wan, you know, shooting back and forth. But then we saw that Inquisitor, I forget her name. Riva. Uh, she was like, she was like watching, it looked like she was watching that battle from a distance. Right. In that scene she was in. So, I don't know, it just, something tonally about the trailer just really got me going. Probably because we're, I'm, again, speculating. We're gonna see, we're gonna see Anakin. Why oh, would you yeah. bring in Hayden Christensen if you're not gonna see his face? So and there's gonna be a fight. You know him and Obi Wan are gonna fight. Yeah, you know. But let me let me throw something at you that I was thinking about today. Um, I wrote it down in notes. There's a there's a, the the line in Star Wars where he says, you know, you should not have come back, right? Right. Do you think it's possible? That at the end of the series, with the duel with Vader, there'll be some kind of fight with Vader and Obi-Wan. Do you think that there'll be one ounce of Anakin left where he actually lets Obi-Wan go to make to, to and, and say, don't ever come back no, or I will kill you? Definitely speculating, huh? Wouldn't that be interesting, though? That would be interesting. That's some heavy speculation. But you're, you're right. In Star Wars, he does say you should not have come back. But there's a lot of wiggle room. You could say, you know, that back goes all the way back to Mustafar and their battle. In right. Avengers. I'm 100%. But it not. doesn't have to be. No. It would so, be an interesting twist where at the end Vader lets him go in some weird way. I don't know. A glimpse of the shred of humanity that's still in him. Yeah. Which would juxtapose nicely with then his next canonical appearance would have been Rogue One where he's just murder bot. Right, which is another 10 years later. Correct. So, yeah, how much humanity is left in Anakin at 10 years from, you know, he's been Vader for 10 years now. Right. right? And we're going to see him struggle, clearly. We're going to see the, the pain that he goes through with that. I mean, you saw from the, the end of the trailer, that thing that goes on his back had about five to six inch, you know, metal barbs going through his back. Right. I mean, and the arms going back on from the arm from uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yep. It's it's cool. It looked great. And just hearing hearing you McGregor be Obi-Wan, you know, he must be trained. 
And it, it was a little bit different. It was like finding that middle voice between Alec Guinness and him. It's like his voice has changed slightly. Right. Um, he's so fucking good, man. You're hyped. I can t- I can hear I'm you. Totally, voice hyped. totally hyped. hyped. But I just, I just thought that Vader thing might be interesting. I don't know. I, I think you're, you're onto something. I think that would be a nice uh, fold, a nice little twist on what we know. But I have to ask, how afraid are you, Joe? How what? How afraid of you? Are, are, how afraid are you? Oh, of the show being bad? Yes. Uh, I'm anxious. I don't think it'll be horrible. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think it'll be horrible. I don't. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'll judge it from start to end. I won't. I won't say I hate it or love it unless the first episode really just kicks ass or is really horrible. I mean, I, I don't think it'll be that extreme either way. Um, because it's a, it's shot as a six. It's shot as a long movie, and it's right. a one off. So, My it's really going to depend on the end. Is that episode two is going to be the badass episode? Yeah, we'll see. We will Only see. because they're releasing them both at once, so why not? Well, it's going to lead to something that's going to be like get pumped up for sure, right? Exactly. I mean, exactly. it's it's not going to, you know, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, I think this uh, next item is also something for you to be geeked about. It is. I watched a trailer and, you know, it's kind of like, this is the the House of the Dragon or House of Dragon, House of the Dragons. Yeah, the, the Game of Thrones prequel which takes place uh, about the Targaryens and everybody else that's in the, the families from uh, from that show. If you watch that show, which I loved Game of Thrones. I read the books. I'm, I'm still waiting for the last one. I'm not sure it'll ever be finished. <laughs> Everybody's waiting. He, I'm sorry. It's not like he is the most health conscious person either. He can go and die before that last book comes out. Listen, I, I don't know what it's like to write a book. I'm not good. I, I could never write a book. And no. and he could have some serious like block. Like I can't imagine the pressure like of what that is to do. Well, it's, it's the last book, right? He's got to yeah. stick the landing. There's Right. And and one landing was already given him to him, so he knows what not to do. <laughs> Which I didn't mind part of the ending. Uh, did you watch the show? Never. Never? It's a good show. I've heard good things, many good things. Uh, I'm not overly excited for this. I'll watch it because I pay for HBO. It won't cost me anything more, right? Uh, but you know, it's another prequel thing, and you know, everybody seems to be going backwards. Um, but we'll see. Well, there's we'll only two right directions you can go. You can either do a sequel or a prequel. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know. You you extend what you've done, or you go back before. I like the extensions really unless it's. Six, seven, and eight. I mean, seventy nine. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I like some, but you know, hey, what about you? I, I, you're not going to watch it because you didn't watch Game of Thrones, so it really doesn't mean anything to you, right? Uh, part of me is like, you know what? You could go into it cold and just see, but I think there's going to be too many nods and references, and people are like, oh my god, you know, there can't be too many because it's. I know it's quite a ways before, yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. I have to admit, my geek. But you're not, uh, you don't load, like fantasy and this stuff, anyways. This isn't your world. Not really. Not really. So I, I can't. I'm not against it, but I'm also, you know, I have enough sci fi geek stuff to watch as it is that, you know, this is, would be another thing on my plate. Right. And already, like today, we're going to see, as we cover Moon Knight and Picard, those finales, I'm still not caught up on Halo. And I'm not caught up on uh, well, strange new or yeah, uh, strange new worlds premiered today. So yeah, I just got too many geek things, and 
we'll see if I have that kind of time in August. Cool. All right. Well, let's move on uh, to our geek this week. Listen, it's it was May the fourth yesterday, and the Boba Fett documentary show came out, and I watched it. That's my, that was my geek yesterday. Um, I love the documentaries. I'll probably watch it again because I I missed a few things. I was kind of dozing off. It was kind of late at night. Um, I was a little tired, but because uh, I watched it after Moon Knight. So it was late, late. Uh, but I liked it. It's fun. I, like, I always like trying to figure out why they do something and having Robert Rodriguez talk about his love for stuff of Star Wars. You know, um, they talk a little bit about the decision making and some of this stuff. Uh, they re- go. Why did his fight suck? <laughs> they didn't get into that. But they, they did talk about why they wanted to change Boba Fett and, and get into the whole family and tribe kind of stuff of like, basically the Sarlacc pick was like a rebirth. Like we talked about in our reviews right. and they, yep, that's, yep. that's really what, what their plan was. So, I mean, they executed their plan, whether we like it or not, that's, that's what the show was, but uh, it's good. It's always, you know, again, I'm always baffled uh, because they show the Luke Skywalker stuff and it's just great. that They bring Mark Hamill in and he's in costume and he shoots everything and they shoot it with a double, then they composite and, it's just cool that they, that they they spend the time. I mean, they could just put a guy in there and do it, right? But they don't. They bring Mark Hamill in to help with movement and like we're going to do Luke. That's who Luke is. So let's figure it out. Well, I think it adds a little bit of gravitas to the. It does too. If you're on set, you know, working with Mark Hamill, it literally is Luke Skywalker right there. So right, why not? But they don't have to. You know what I mean? But they're they're, they're taking the time to do it as right as they can. Exactly. I, I, they're taking the time. They're, they're doing quality. Mm-hmm. And that shows. They even gave a shout out to the guy that they brought, that they hired that was on the interwebs uh, about the, the the deep fake stuff. Oh, or how he made better ones at home. Well, yeah, they talked about that. But it was funny because by the time the tech guys are talking, by the time it hit TV, right, that was a year and a half after <laughs> they started it. So the tech was still a year and a half prior like if they started at the time that the guy did the deep fake they would have done it and that's why it's so much better this time because it was even another year and a half better and they could do it in the daylight and all this other stuff but uh, at the end of the day if you like the documentaries give it a watch um and the other geek thing i did which i can't believe i did this i watched uh, star trek strange new worlds um, i thought well, mike would be all over it i started it but we i had to stop because we had to record the podcast. So oh, okay. I'm thinking we'll cover episodes one and two next week. Yeah, we can do um, that. Um, so, non-spoiler review. I, I It's a, a lot more like old Star Trek. Yeah, I knew that going into it. Um, I think because it's, it's, there's, uh, you know, it's episodic. I don't know if people will cling on to this Oh my God! To this, Bad jokes. You're right. I don't know if they'll cling on to the uh, um, oh Spock of this one. I don't know. He seems a little different, even than from Discovery. Uh, like they. Well, I won't say anything. Oh, I'm, I'm interested to see what you, what your take is when you when you watch it. I'm very but eager to watch this. Anson Mount is great. Great, perfect yeah. casting. The the reason this show exists is because Anson Mount did such a great job as Pike. No. So. And, uh, but we'll, we'll let's talk about next time. But I thought it was done. I thought this was better than any of the Picard episodes. I don't know if that means anything though. It means something, but we'll talk about that in a sec. Right. 
Um, so that's my geeks. What about you? Just one. Um, I started a book last week called Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John uh, Mandel. And I tore through it. I finished it a couple few days ago and I loved it. It's uh, it's, it's called a novel, but it's only like 224 pages. It's a novella. So it's not, it's not a, it's not a long It's read. a typical script though for a film. Yeah. So it, I really liked it. Uh, I don't want to give too much away. It just came out in March. Uh, it's getting some good reviews, but I, I personally, I loved it. I liked how it ended. It's uh, three different stories. You got a, a guy back in the early 1900s, someone in 2020, right before the, uh, uh, right, right before COVID. So it, you know, it, it doesn't ignore that COVID happened. And then someone uh, a couple hundred years in the future from now during another pandemic, a different pandemic, um, and then they're all tied together and then you find out about halfway through the book how they're connected and I liked it. It's a good story. Check it out. All right. What you can also check out, it's our Patreon page. You know that Michael, we have a Patreon page. If you go to patreon.com slash Kybercast, you too can check out our, our Patreon page. And if you'd like to throw us a little tip, go ahead. That would be great. So Kybercast, I mean, Patreon.com slash Kybercast. All right. I want to jump really quick because I want to spend some time on on, on this if we can. Uh, the Moon Knight finale was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably our, our biggest topic of the day, I think, compared to the other two that are on there and what's coming up in the future. Uh, I don't know if I want to go first or not. I'll go. What the hell? Um, just do it. Just do it. Um, so I always wait to the, I try to wait to the end of the series. Um, so overall Moon Knight to me was like a B minus somewhere around there. It's a good show. If it wasn't for the acting, I probably would have not liked the show at all. To be honest with you, they were all good. All the acting was good. Yes. Um, but, uh, at first, watching of, of the finale, I thought, boy, it's probably going to feel rushed because everything's happened so far and now we've got to end it. And it was, it was a rushed episode um, inside of an hour. You've got to resurrect them. You've got, you've got a uh, spoilers, obviously you got to resurrect them. You've got to bring them back. They got to fight. And then we got to see how it ends. You know what I mean? Like it, it was a, right. it was a rushed ending and there's a mid credit scene that if they didn't have that mid credit scene, I would have I would have given the show a D. That, that really? Oh yeah, because you solved nothing. You gave me nothing from the beginning to the end. Could have been a dream. Could have been like I don't know what was. You know what I mean? Like I don't. You solved nothing. Um. And, to, and but when that mid credit scene happened, like okay, cool. I wasn't at all for nothing. It's, to me, it saved the show. The thing is. And we all knew that mid credit scene was coming. That's what Marvel does now. They I knew an end credit scene was coming. I didn't know there were that because the way they ended the final the the fight between him and um, Ethan Hawke's oh. character. Oh yeah, Arrow. Yeah, he blacked out and won. I'm like what the fuck? The- yeah, yeah. That was an interesting choice because it's like what this is a huge battle. He yeah he has one of those moments and he's he's won. Yeah, yeah, we don't why even do know that now, but of course we know why. Right. So that's what I mean. Wow. If it ended on that, we, we that they blacked out and won, it shows over. They didn't explain it. That we know there's no season two. 
I was pissed. Well, we still don't know. So no, there is no season two yet. No, there is not. Oscar Isaac said, there's no, there's nothing in the plans. There's no, there's no season two. He's not doing a season two. It was in news today. Doesn't mean he's not going to be in other projects. Doesn't mean he won't be somewhere else, but they're not doing another. At at this point in time, um, they did offer the show up for an Emmy award for a limited series, which means that's a one series thing. You can't, if it's going to be another season, then they can't put it in that award category. Gotcha. Like a long, like WandaVision. Correct. Gotcha. That's fine. I don't know that we need a season two, but no, I don't know either, but if they would have ended it without that mid credit, I'd have been like, fuck off. Right. You're right. And just because, just because we don't see him in a season two, like you said, he, whether or not he'll show up in another film, don't know. Possibly. I would think so. Why do all this? Well, he could show up in another film or another show. Yeah, or another show. Sure. Because there's been some heavy hinting that Marvel might be, you know, preparing some kind of incarnation of their uh, Spirits of Vengeance, which includes Ghost Rider and Blade or. Maybe the Black Knight that we saw. Well, Blade's going to be a film. Right, but that doesn't mean they can't do a show. No, that'd be cool. All these dark, these darker level vigilantes like those, like the people I've mentioned. And then Moon Knight shows up, right? Right. He could be part of the show, but then, but they could do that because then he's not in another show of his own. So, right. It doesn't break the rules. Well, what, what's your overall thoughts of, of the show and the, se- and the season finale? Uh, I think before the um, mid credit scene, I thought it was all right. I mean, I but I fully recognize I am biased being a huge Moon Knight fan. But this is nothing like any of the comics, from what I understand. Well, it, it like like we've seen throughout the movies, they're taking bits and pieces from different runs and making an amalgamation, and also putting a little bit of Hollywood. But is Hollywood this is this? Uh, as a Moon Knight fan, was this good for you? Because I've seen some Moon Knight fans going, this is blue, you know. I liked it. But then again, like I said, my Moon Knight fan is usually is mostly the 80s and 90s stuff. And it wasn't really particularly deep. Um, like I said, when he first appeared, yes, he had the DID and they mentioned it from time to time. But mostly he was a Batman clone, right? So there's a lot of punching. and Yes, he took on... I mean, he literally took on a werewolf and Satanists that had wrist guns with three you know, <laughs> trident things. I mean, it was very comic booky, but dark side comic booky, right? Right. So Marvel definitely did something different with this show. And I think that's why I liked it, because I didn't know what to expect. Yes, it's a character I've liked, but they've put so many spins on him in different little bits that there's... The DNA is there. You can see, like, the comic and the show are cousins, right? Right. The show is really its own thing. And I got to give credit to Marvel for just not doing the paint-by-number stuff. I mean, as much as I enjoyed um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it's a bit paint-by-numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hero... You know, doesn't know if he can accept the torch of, you know, who came before. Struggles with that. Villain finally accepts it. Becomes the hero we already always knew he was going to be. Yada, 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 yada. 
Moon Knight was not like that. I mean, until the mid credit scene, Mark and Steven give up the cowl. You've released right. us. We're done. I don't want to right. be a superhero. So, and then we find out that, you know, obviously in that mid credit scene, Khan shoes a dick. And yeah, he may have let them think they're loose, but here's this third personality who has been hinted at since episode one. Mm -hmm. Jake Lockley is still, Khonshu has his talents deep inside of him. So it it's different. And I, I, I'll give it points for that. So right off the bat, I think I was already at a B level for this. Before the mid credit scene, and that took it up to probably a B plus, A minus, probably B B plus. But again, we're one day after, so still kind of you know chewing on it. But I liked it. It's not what I expected, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not horrible. I just I I want you know I that, I think B minus is fine. That for me, I mean, what's wrong with that? That's a decent no, show. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, and again, I fully admit I have a bias, being a Moon Knight fan. I'm just happy to see him. You know, it's kind of like uh, when Green Lantern came out. You know, the movie. I'm right. Like, it's terrible. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. I own it on Blu-ray. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, There's fun parts to it. Well, yeah, but I'm such a, I'm I'm such a Green Lantern fan that I was just happy there was a Green Lantern film. Right. Even though it sucked, I'm like, uh, but Kilowog's in it, and I love Kilowog. He's my favorite Green Lantern of all time. <laughs> so, I bought the I bought the Blu-ray. So. You know, it happened. So, I don't know. I, I really like the series. Like I said, I'm repeating myself now, but kudos to Disney and Marvel for doing something different. A little bit out of left field. I'm okay with that. And, and the other thing I really liked was, you know, his girlfriend in the comics is not an equal. Like, she, she was definitely in this, especially at the end. Right. When she becomes Red Scarab. Is that the is that a, a real character in comics? Yes. Okay. But bit of a Wonder Woman vibe there. A little bit, but I don't know. It was a little bit of a wink and a nod, but when that little girl goes, Are you an Egyptian superhero? Yes, I am. Okay. It, it kind of pulls you out of it for a it little bit. It pulled me out a lot. It, it, went, it was one of those Picard moments. But I liked it because I thought that was pretty badass because. It is. You know, representation matters. It is, but I think. You know, oh boy, I'm going to probably get beat up for this, but I remember. Oh, give us your opinion on race, white man. No, 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 no. It's not race. It's, <laughs> it's, um, when I studied, I had, uh, women's psychology and stuff like that in, in college. Um, and designers as well as I'm a graphic designer by, by college. And, and we would have a debate and, and I would ask, you know, uh, you know, I want to, you know, do you want to be known as a, a great, I'm a great woman's graphic designer or I'm a great graphic designer? Right. What, I mean, should it matter? So I guess is what I, it, to me, it doesn't matter. I mean, gender doesn't matter. Um, so hopefully we can get to a point where we're saying, you know, do you have to have everything labeled to, to, to be um, diverse? Can't we just all be this? I don't want to be say the same, but like, if you're going to be a good graphic designer, be a good graphic designer. I don't care what it doesn't matter if you're or, or does it? Maybe it should. Maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way. But the point I'm trying to say is like if I said, well, you're a good for you're a good you're a good graphic designer for a woman. 
Oh yeah, don't say that. Right? That no, that's wrong. Right? So why can't I just say you're a good graphic designer or you're a good woman yeah. graphic designer? Why do you, you're a good woman graphic designer? What what does that mean? That means it sounds belittling to me. It's like yes, it does. Why why have why have a why have say anything? Just you're good. You're good, regardless of what. So my point is like she's a superhero. Yes. What does Egyptian got to do with it? I guess. Just well, I don't know. Let's face. I mean, yes, we have Black Panther amongst others, but for the most part, most of the superheroes are American. Yeah, yeah. White American dudes. Absolutely. Not all of them, but most of them. Right. And I'm not saying that's, you know, I want the representation, but I think we have to get to, a, hopefully we'll ever get to the point where like it doesn't have to be called out every second. Like you're just a great fucking superhero. Right. You know? But now all that said, the brief time she was on screen, I thought Red Scarab was badass. Oh, she was cool. She was one of the best characters in the whole show. Yes. Um, I thought anyway, she was the strongest mentally and physically. Like she was really the anchor. Yes. From with a, for a crazy dude and put up yeah. with a guy that she knew both personalities. You know what I mean? Like she put up with a lot of shit. Yes. Um, and was the strongest. She freed Kanchu. I mean, she was the hero of the whole thing. In my opinion. I mean, without her, the whole, everybody dies. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Without her, you know, Mark doesn't get anywhere near where he needs to be. No. No. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give Layla kudos, huge kudos there. But Yeah, I'm curious what they'll do with her character. I'd like to see her come back, but I don't know if we will. Well, they better. Why make why make a character like that and not bring her back? True, but, you know, she said, she did say very clearly she only wanted to be the Avatar temporarily. Well, temporary is, you know, in human life. Versus a god. It's all temporary. True, true, true. Well, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Now, I do have some nitpicks because, of course, I do. But uh, before I jump into that, what it, I mean, so you were B minus. Do you want to see more Moon Knight? I think the you- show overall was a prelude. But to what? I don't know. Yeah. To, it was his origin, I guess, in a way. Because he's never really Moon Knight until the end. Fully formed. Yeah, just, yeah. Fully formed, so to speak. But even even as Moon Knight, he kept shifted between, you know, the Moon Knight superhero and... Lawyer Moon Knight or something? Mr. Mr. Knight or whatever his name is. The Yeah. Not a lawyer, but yes, the, the guy <laughs> in the suit. The mask. But, but, but he could fight too. I mean, once he got the batons out, he was pretty yeah. badass too. Yeah. I just don't like that costume. It's literally lifted from the comics. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. I mean, like I said, I didn't read it. I wasn't sure if it was, you know, Mark Spector was only that Moon Knight, but in here they created a new suit. Oh, no, other no. Personality. Mr. Knight is, is definitely a persona that showed up in the comics about 10 years ago, I think. Yeah. And I'm curious why Kanchu picked such a, is it because he can control the person longer with all these personalities? Oh, I think, I mean, before Mark came back, I think he pretty much said, you know, I picked him because he's so, he's, he's, he's so broken. Right. It's easier for, for him to control. Uh, and that's proven at the end when, even though he's let Mark and Steven go. But they're not gone, right? They think he's let them go. Right. But obviously, 
Here's Jake Lockley. Who which, is Mark the original though? Is that the real personnel and the other two are offshoots or is it one of the other two? No, Mark, Mark is the primary. Okay. That is the person that was born. Correct. Okay. 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 Well, hey, at the end of the day, it was a tour de force from Oscar Isaac and, and, and all the other actors, but, um, you know, it was, it was okay. It was a good show. I, I, where do you rank it in the Marvel streaming um, shows thus far? That's a tough call because, well, it's certainly better than Inhumans. I kid. That wasn't a Disney Plus show. I know. I know. I'm teasing. Um, I don't know. I like this. Uh, it's hard for me to place it because I haven't watched all three seasons of all the uh, Netflix Marvel shows that are now. I wasn't counting them either. I'm talking okay. about the, the the recent, you know, the before they made the decision. You know, the other stuff that's called that. Uh, uh, what do they call it in Star Wars? They call it. Um, uh, oh my gosh, what's the matter with me? Legends. Oh yeah, it's, it's called those legends for now. The older they are until they're not. Gotcha. Right. I would say. I don't want to say the worst Marvel show because I still liked it. Right. But if I ranked it, I mean, for me, Loki is up there. That's one of the best. It's the best. WandaVision's kind of up there too. Maybe number two. Uh, Hawkeye, I think I liked more than Winter Soldier. Not Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, Falcon the Winter Soldier. I liked some episodes more than others of what the Marvel what if. So I would put this above what if. Yeah, for sure. You put it in the same kind of ranking then? I mean, what am I missing? What show am I missing? I don't know. Let me think now. If we're not going to include the Netflix shows, then. Well, you've got, you got, uh, WandaVision. Yep. And the second one was, Falcon. Yep. Third one was Hawkeye? No, Loki. Loki. Then Hawkeye. And this one. Well, you missed in the middle area. The uh, what if. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's because it's animated. Um, For me, it's... What what was your order again? Um, Now I'm confused. (laughs) I went... (laughs) I went Loki, WandaVision. Okay. Hawkeye, Falcon Winter Soldier... Moon Knight. What if? Mine's different. So mine's WandaVision, um, uh, Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, then what if? Okay. So you're one and two and you're three and four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Anyways. All right. Anything else on Moon Knight that you want to... Our fans to know about, or no, you... I liked it. I, I don't think this is the last we'll see of him. We rewatch like, it, rewatch it. I'm gonna have to say no, only because I haven't rewatched any of the others. Uh, I think I rewatched WandaVision. I did. I might, well, I want to say maybe I should rewatch WandaVision before Doctor Strange comes out, but it literally came out today. I know. I almost was trying to talk Michelle into going tonight. 
and bailing on the podcast because I don't know when I'm going to be able to see it because we're so booked this weekend that I, I know I won't be able to see it this weekend. I'm saying we got so much to do on Friday and then Saturday yeah. is not only prom, right? but in, I'm sorry, whoever in West Michigan scheduled prom the Saturday before Mother's Day, let me just give you a heartfelt fuck you. Yeah. But then also, this I did to myself, uh, we're going to see Sting on Saturday night. Oh, that's right, yeah. And then obviously Sunday is Mother's Day. Yeah, but that's kind of a Mother's Day gift for Shay. Even though she doesn't yes, have that a that was gift. the intention. I know. So. now anyway. <laughs> shh. Shh. Shay, don't listen to this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's move on to our second topic show. And uh, the finale of Picard. I am I mean, so glad this show's over. I'm going to jump in right here real quick. Go ahead. You start this one. Well, there's something I have to say. Taking the, you know, Joe Becker school of make your assessment after the last episode. My assessment is this show is not very good. (laughs) (laughs) Which sucks, right? It's, It's a shame. It is. I mean, you know me, I've been arguing for it. Episodes one through five. (laughs) <laughs> and I've said I liked it, um, but God, the, the ending is rushed. Yep. I, I don't know how far you want me to go into this. No, go. But... It's your, your go. You lead this one. I, I started the other one. Okay. I've so been I'm negative start... enough on this show, so it's, you know, I don't want to be like the only asshole. I'm going to start right at the end. Yeah, go ahead. Um, The ending is rushed. I mean, they leave Rios in the past. Okay, yes, that made sense, I guess, from a narrative arc. But you can't do that. <laughs> but Jack can't do that. That kid's jacked for the rest of his life. 100% breaking the prime directive. Not right. only that, the temporal prime directive. Right. There is a whole back-to-back finale ses- slash season premiere of Voyager, either season three to four, maybe it was four to five, somewhere in there, maybe it was two to three who knows but where voyager goes back in time to earth and immediately a time ship from the future shows up to find out what's going on and the guy has a federation logo and he's like you know i'm here to make sure there's been no breach of the temporal prime Mm -hmm. directive and blah 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 so we already know that's canon and they exist and in fact I'm getting real deep into my uh, Star Trek lore here, but there was a temporal time war that took place during Enterprise, this TV show Enterprise. And we even got a glimpse of the Enterprise J sometime far, far in the future. All that to say, you know, the Federation at some point gets heavy into time travel and has a whole fleet or at least a vision that deals with flying up and down the time zone and making sure people aren't fucking shit up. Time Lords? No, but yes. Um, but apparently, well, I'll get to the Time Lords in a sec because they showed up too in a different yeah, name. Well, they were a different name. They're Travelers yes. or something? The Travelers. Yeah. Which I'll get to that in a sec. But yeah, you can't leave Rios in the past. You just can't. You can't. You can't. They could have taken them to the future, like I said, because it wouldn't have changed much of the future, I suppose. I don't know. Well, the thing is, so if you do that, like I said last episode, it's just like Star Trek Four. They brought the uh, whale biologist, yeah, 
into the future. And she has, I have nothing tying me back here. Okay. Now that one gets a pass because it was before they had established in canon that there was, you know, a time, a temporal prime directive. Because that happened in the 80s. And then but since then in the 90s, they had a show and it showed up a couple times. Yeah. They should not have left Rios. That's bullshit. <laughs> and he's my best favorite character of the series. So now he's done. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Let's get rid of the best character. Okay, and so jump 400 years back into the yeah. present on Picard. Yeah, let's make a shield. Which, it's a huge MacGuffin for whatever season three is going to be about. Like, we're going to, we want to provisionally join the Federation and we'll stay here and watch this wormhole. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's right. the bad, that's the MacGuffin for season three. It's so obvious. And just like something also, out of nowhere, right? Another, right. another, this guy goes to the, whoever writes these, if it's the same thing that goes to the well, it's like, it's an anomaly that has an extra yeah. power. Like what the fuck? It's the same thing as discovery. The same thing as. Uh, right. This is, oh, this is a galactic emergency. What? Just <laughs> out of nowhere. Usually a galactic mer- emergency. I mean, I'm sorry. The whole plot of the rebooted, you know, Kelvin versus Star Trek was because of a single star went supernova. And that, caused a whole movie and all these repercussions that you're just going to throw in a galactic issue and deal with it in two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes with the shield. Let's coordinate. Let's coordinate shields. So I, I have to agree. I have to go back in time myself (laughs) to go back to episode one or any, every episode we've talked about this show on this podcast and just say, Joe, you're right. (laughs) Because the writing is shit. It was bad, dude. It's hackneyed. I mean, even when it came down to the end, I'm sorry. I sound like I'm just bitching. And I no, know. good. Get it out. I think you need to. You've been holding it in since you've been hiding it, hiding behind a rock. I was hoping mark. it was going to end well, at least decently. But then it turns out the whole reason this happened was because Q is dying and he, he likes Picard. Yeah. And he wanted him to get past what? The fact that his mother. He wanted to forgive himself. It's about love. Okay. That's fine. But we've already well established they had a full seven seasons of The Next Generation where we saw that Picard was a little bit more impetuous when he was younger, but got stabbed through the fucking heart and has an artificial heart, or did. Now he's Robot Picard. <laughs> he said, I was Robot Picard, yep. But he got stabbed through the heart, and that helped. That made him more diplomatic. He realized, I can't be rash, because then you get stabbed in the fucking heart. Right. And, but look at what he had already accomplished. He was... You know, he was captain of the flagship of the of the um, Federation. He was captain of the fucking Enterprise. And he saved the Federation against the Borg a couple, a few times. The guy is a Star Trek legend, even within his own universe. So what the fuck did he have to get past? You know, he, he was a, a retired admiral. <laughs> why, why? Why now? Does he have to get past the fact that his mother was crazy and hung herself? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not trying to be uns- insensitive. She was mentally ill. That's better, right. better to put it. I apologize. But his mother was mentally ill. And because he let her out of a locked room, she ended up committing suicide. That's not his fault. Right. I get that. But did he really need to forgive himself? Did it Was this a, something he's been carrying for 80 years? It never came up in any of the shows. Exactly. That's the point. It just came yeah. out of nowhere. Why? 
why is there no reference whatsoever to his brother? Right, right. Because not now you're testing my memory here. I don't remember if we actually saw his brother at all in the next generation, but at the beginning of generations, uh, he does get her um, message that unfortunately his brother and his nephew died in a fire at the chateau. Mm. And then that's when he realized he's, he's the final Picard. He's the last of his line. Here's the last one. Yes. So, but no reference to his brother at all. Where, where was his brother when all this? I don't know. It's just like they forgot about a bunch of shit and then didn't care. And then, I don't know. I'm beginning I'm to think to, that this, this Kurtzman guy is just not getting it. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying you have to be, well, maybe you should be. Maybe, I don't know. You don't have to be one of those geeks that knows the absolute minutia. Like, I don't. Knows the locker combination. Of, I don't know any of it, and it's a bad show. Well, yeah. I mean, and then also, Jurati um, slash Borg Oh, my Queen God, dude. That's the worst part of all of it. Go off. And I'm sorry, the Borg have existed for how long as an antagonist against the Federation that shows up time and time again? Well, they changed the future. It's it, you fucked up the time again. Exactly. So, but where, where did they go? I get it. I get that they were in a vessel that, you know, would have taken a long time to get to the Delta Quadrant because that's where the Borg originally right uh, were. Um, and then because there's a whole Next Generation episode where Q says, you know, you're not afraid of anything, and he snaps his fingers, sends the Enterprise to the Delta Quadrant, they encounter the Borg. And then he realizes, okay, Q, we're not all powerful. And then he snaps his fingers and brings them back. But now the Borg know they exist. And then eventually within a season or two, they start showing up in the Alpha Quadrant. But now you've, you've what? Jurati slash Borg Queen is a Borg as well? It's retconned, right? You've retconned all the Borg then, right? Yeah. Well, then, well, that's the thing. Did she go, were they a different sect of Borg? Because they did things differently. They, you know, people joined them willingly. To be this board collective, they were the okay. good. They were the good Tuscan Raiders, exactly. <laughs> but so you're telling me in 400 years they never encountered the other Borg? There wasn't some kind of weird Borg civil war or something? I mean, what the fuck? They, they've fucked up continuity so badly in the last five minutes of this show. It's just, yeah. I don't. I didn't look up anybody's uh, uh, review. Or, you know, what, what other people on the internet are saying. But uh, I would ass- I'm assuming that if you're a, a big time Picard or Star Trek um, fan, I guess, whatever, like me, you know, uh, do you think they're happy? You think Star Trek, Star Trekians, Trek, Trekkers are happy? I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I liked this show. Through five episodes. Right. You know, you can go back. Any of my listeners can go back. And here I am admitting there are issues, but I was still enjoying the show. And I didn't hate There's still parts I enjoyed. There's parts I enjoyed. Right. I didn't hate this episode either. But at the end, it's like, okay, we got to quick wrap this up. And also, um, don't look at all these massive plot holes. Right. Oh, then let's shoehorn so, one more character in. Let's bring in Crusher. 
Yeah, what was that? So, and, and the daughter or whatever, her storyline's irrelevant. Like, what is that? She had no. They like built her up. Okay, she was a. What was the time they? What was the date they they landed on? Uh, it was a. Uh, what was it? Twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. So, is she a clone, or was she synthetic? She's a clone. Okay. Based so she's a product of basically eugenics, right? Well, he has her quote unquote father has expertise in genetics and eugenics because what's he do? Another fucking hackneyed plot device. He opens up that drawer and pulls out the folder of the Khan. Oh yeah, what was I forgot about that? What now he's gonna be the creator of Khan and the super soldier or whatever? What the fuck? Seriously? Yes. But I'm sorry, you were talking about Wesley Crusher. Yeah. Who has a completely fucked up storyline within Star Trek as it is anyway. So he, he was he was was he turned into a traveler? Yeah. So for the longest time he was like this brilliant prodigy kid. He joins the academy, but then were you did you watch all of Next Generation? No. Oh, okay. He started out as this prodigy, he ends up going to the academy, yada yada yada. But then they just wrote him off the show and later and he, he transcended the human form and had evolved to the next level of human. And I, I guess that's what this traveler shit is. But that said, he did. So he disappears somewhere in next generation, but then we see him again in insurrection. There's a scene where Riker and, um, um, Oh, come on. Troy get married that's how the movie starts they're all wearing white and they're all together because you know they finally got married and he doesn't have a speaking part and i guess he had a little bit more to do they got cut but he's sitting there uh at the table wearing a starfleet uniform like wait a sec how the fuck is wesley crusher wearing a starfleet he fucking transcended (laughs) right and went off somewhere into space he's not part of starfleet but then he just shows up in a uniform but then he shows up on Earth back in time, and he is a traveler. Please don't make a show about that. I'm sorry. I like Will Wheaton. He's a wonderful <laughs> geek. But nobody wants that Wesley Crusher show. Nobody wants that. But it's just like I, I didn't understand, though, because they made this clone girl, and she barely had played actually a role in any of it. They just had to get that actress in there because they signed her to probably a three-season deal. Right. And it, it's, it's really like if I was, she had such a great role in the first season. And then this one was like, I don't, know. I, don't, I, I don't know how we should use her. Let's just make her a clone in the past. What? I don't know. But now she's going to be a traveler. Yeah. So, so she'll see they... herself later on as the, as a, as a Android. Yeah. So yeah. What the fuck? So she is a, basically a bioengineered human that has, well, had weird this weird weakness and like allergy to the sun who's right. now been cured because of Q. But now she's in other, she's like a good version of a Q that just watches people. Well, not even really a Q, but because uh, Talon or Tulum or Talon, whatever her name was, she was one of the watchers too. Right. right. So, but she wasn't uh, a, I don't think she was a, was she a traveler? I thought so. Okay. 
Well, and they never came out and said, but basically the job description sounded pretty damn similar. Okay. Where Wesley said, you know, you, you, you're going to have to watch and know when to make your move and, you know, when to make a change. Right. That's literally what uh, Talon did. Right. So I'm assuming she's a traveler. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I didn't pay enough attention to when she said who she was because Guinan called her a watcher. Yeah. Whatever. Well, it's done. It's done. Thank God is done. <laughs> I just, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe it is pent up getting pissed off because I didn't end up liking it. <laughs> you didn't, didn't see the truth anymore. early enough. <laughs> right. I feel, I can't say it was duped either because you were like, dude, these are the problems. I agree <laughs> with you, but I still liked it. But it, I'm sorry. Oh, it, 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 it had no landing to stick. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I guess I'm just happy it's done. I mean, I can't complain. As a Star Trek fan, it's been a great time to be a Star Trek fan. It's no different for Star Wars. We're getting more than we ever had. Right. You know, not, no, I, none of, it's not all it's ever going to be perfect, and it's fine to enjoy it, but it's also right to be critical. Like I said, I mean, I, I enjoyed Boba Fett a lot, but there's problems. Right, right. You know, it's, like I said, it was, you know, a C. I guess... I'm just, I know uh, it came out today and I know some of our listeners have watched it already. I know you've watched it already. Mm -hmm. I'm very much looking forward to watching Strange New Worlds because it feels like a breath of fresh air, even though it's a prequel. It's, it's fine. It's got some, some similar problems. Okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I will watch it. I think next week we will cover episode one, maybe two of Strange New Worlds when I, you know, get caught up. Right. But well, we're running long now, so let's jump into Halo, which we don't have to talk long on because we're still you're still one behind. So um, I won't even say what happened this week's, but what it, and I talked about last week. So what was your what's your where are you at with that now? Is it getting worse, better, same? I feel like you're it's like eye vision. <laughs> you do sound like an eye doctor. Yeah. Um, I liked last. I liked the episode that you watched a lot. If I remember it now, I just don't care. Like yeah. for me. I throw it on and then I immediately find myself looking at my phone or doing something else. I don't know what it is. Maybe this show is just not for me, but I just don't care. So it's hard. You know, I, I'm, I'm watching it. It's not a bad show. I just am finding a lack of connection to these characters. Yeah. You can't connect reason. anyone. I don't know why. Um, I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's got everything you like in sci-fi, which is strange to me. I know. I don't know why I don't like this, but I just, it's a struggle for me to watch it every week. Like it was improving and I'm not saying this last episode was bad, but I'm like, okay, these two are connected and they stole children and that's awful. And then he touches it. He touches the artifact and he has these visions and sees how he connected to this blonde chick and blah, 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 blah. I don't care. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Which it's not, again, it's not terrible, but I just, Something is not grabbing me about the show, which I know I'm in the minority. I'm assuming I'm in the minority. I don't know. You like it. I've I've got a friend of mine who loves it. And he was a huge, you know, Halo geek for years. We've all got our things. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I think it's a good show. I think it's the writing's actually pretty good. Um, you know, it goes in different directions and you think it's going to go, uh, 
you know this I this week's episode about- this week's episode is a different kind of episode it it kind of cuts back to a different storyline that you don't even see halo in it for you don't it's halo you don't even see john spartan in it for like two minutes that's it he's not he's barely in the episode oh, okay. it's one of those it's one of those um uh well probably a production break maybe i don't know <laughs> right where they go off it, it but it's a good story it's a it's a good you know you, you know you kind of need this because you're because the last one's like whatever happened to these people um so it's good to go go into it but um yeah. Yeah. I, I like the show. I think, I mean, again, we've got three more episodes of that. Uh, let's see how it ends and what, what it does. And, you know, can they write, can they write something that goes well and makes you want another series season or you're like, ah, oh, it was fine. You don't need to do that again. You know, we'll find uh, out. I don't know. Again, I don't know what it is. What's stopping me. I think I feel about halo. Like you feel about discovery. You're going to end up, watching it all but then you're done right well the thing with discovery is i like i didn't mind season one i liked that it. it was there's some fun stuff in there see i really um I like season two season two was really okay like but they three. started doing the same fucking thing well yeah i'll give you that i i'm not a fan of the big horrible problem we got to solve this entire season thread and, and just the the characters didn't really evolve i don't know we, we, you've heard it a million times from me, so right. I won't get in there. But you know, I don't know anything about Halo lore, so I kind of enjoy watching because it it's all new to me. But again, I, I like to—I can't wait to get your to take on Strange New Worlds. I think there's some really good parts. I think there's some parts like, huh? Uh, especially with Spock, it was like, what? Okay, um, well, so yeah, piqued my interest, and like I said, I'll—I'll I'll most likely be watching it. Real soon. In about 15 minutes? Probably. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. Michael, tell everyone how they can tell us what they think about Picard, your favorite show, and Moon Knight finale. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite Star Trek and, and uh, Moon Knight finale. Picard's my favorite show. Avatar's my favorite film. Yeah. Well, um, well what do you think about uh, the finales, Moon Knight and Picard? Or what do you think about this week's episode of Halo? Let us know on Twitter or Instagram at KyberCast or hop on Facebook. You can find us on both a page and a group at the KyberCast. And if you'd like to check out our Patreon page again, go to patreon.com slash KyberCast. You can see our Patreon page there. Or if you really want to help out the show, you got to smash that subscribe button so that you are told or not told, you are notified when a new show drops. Um, I'm hoping to see, you know, some more subscribers this week. That'd be great. Um, also tell a friend about the show. That really helps us out too. And leave a review that gets us in the algorithms of the world for now. Uh, but you know, another way you can listen to the show is go right to our website at kybercast.com. All the shows are there streaming. If you don't have a, uh, streaming, podcasting catcher kit thing on your phone or if you don't want to use your phone you don't want to stream and cost money on your phone and pay all that go to the interwebs on the desktop and you can listen to it there i will i will say this joe uh for those of you who listen to us on facebook uh which is i'm going to guess is none because facebook did announce they're going to remove podcasts from pages <laughs> oh are they yeah i don't know if you saw didn't, that didn't quite hit for them no so something facebook failed on so they fell oh, yeah. a lot uh, so there anyways 
I guess we'll be off, kicked off. I guess we destroyed Facebook page podcasting. It's all our we're, fault. We were, I was on it like on day one, so clearly we didn't help them. <laughs> it's all our fault. Um, so, yeah. But hopefully, I'm hoping by next week that uh, Michael and I can talk about Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's going to find time. I know. We do. But that's a big thing. Like, we better talk about that. So, anyways, we'll find out. Until then, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.